Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As of today, we have a new way you can support the family of Bugle shows, including The Gargle, which is this show. Go to thebuglepodcast.com and click on Donate. You'll see the usual options with Apple and one-off contributions, but we have upgraded the offer for our premium subscribers. Signing up to this will get you two Bugle family gifts per year, with the first being an exclusive limited edition episode of The Bugle on 12-inch vinyl. I shit you not, that is real and happening. All monthly donors will now also get an extra show each month. The initial idea, assuming it works, is a show called Ask Andy, and it involves Andy Zaltzman and you asking him your questions and him answering your questions. Signing up to either the Apple or Premium subscriber offerings will give you this show ad-free, except obviously the half a glass of water ads. That's a contract that I will never get out of. It is signed in blood and water. If you are already a premium donor or regular donor who doesn't want to change how they donate, you don't need to do anything. In the next week, you'll get sent links to all of the great things uh, that you can get and all of the things that you need to know. Thank you for your continuing generosity in keeping the gargle going. We could not exist without your support. We are paid by and through the Bugle family, and uh, it has kept me alive through some hard times, so I really appreciate your support. This is a podcast from The Bugle. The ship's timbers creak as the waves move the boat through the dark night, navigating by the stars, the captain and the first mate mutter over the ancient charts. In the filthy hammocks of the sleeping quarters, those lucky enough to be asleep groan, feeling perhaps the clouds on the horizon that loom ominously. The cabin boy in the crow's nest, too young for this job, points out to starboard as something heaves up in the depths of the ocean. All hands on deck! All hands on deck! Man the cannon! It's the gargle! Hello everybody, welcome to the gargle. This is the Sonic Glossy Magazine to the Bugle's audio newspaper for a visual world. I'm your host, Alice Fraser, and your guest editors for this week's edition of the magazine are Athena Kubleno. Welcome! Welcome. No, I said welcome to myself. I mean, hello. I <laughs> and happy to birthday hello. to you too. Um, and James Nokise. Hello. How are we? <laughs> We're all very well. Before we line up and fill the cannon with the shot of this week's top stories, let's have a look at the front cover. The front cover this week is bees. Sexy, sexy bees. Prosing provocatively with some other bees. Keeping us all alive by doing something that isn't, but isn't not, jizzing in flowers. And the satirical cartoon this week is the revenant corpse of Abraham Lincoln being put up for a Senate spot in the US. He's looking around going, wow, everyone here is pretty ancient to be running a country. Yeah, that's what you get here. Cutting edge satire in very, very small chunks. And the rest of it, no politics at all. 
Let's have a look at the top story. Top story this week is Flamingo News. And this story was submitted to us an upsetting number of times by people who I presume want me to have less pleasure in life than I'm having. Uh, this is the news that Hurricane Idalia is delivering flamingos all over the eastern United States by blowing them off course. Uh, James Nokise, you love these horrible pink birds. Can you unpack this story for us? I'm, I'm not sure I understand why this story is um, is so important to people, uh, Alice, but here we go. Um, mm. A hurricane has uh, made uh, a whole bunch of flamingos and other birds not as interesting uh, find themselves in parts of the United States um, where they do not normally reside. Uh, Alabama, South and North Carolina, Ohio, Tennessee, uh, and Virginia. Um, which has got bird watchers, and I must make this very clear, bird watchers and not racists, very interested and out and about with their binoculars, pointing and uh, saying, there they are, they're not meant to be here. It's unprecedented to get this many flamingos in this many places, said Gary Neese. Uh, all nice. Look, we just don't know. Uh, a webmaster for the American Birding Association. Um which is, again, a, a real thing. Uh, and he's an administrator of its rare Bird Alert Facebook group, which is definitely, uh, definitely not a front for some sort of nationalistic Donald Trump supporting lunatics. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, uh, Alice, this story does not get more interesting than birds in places that they shouldn't be. The key factors it's flamingos. I mean, the key fact is that it's flamingos, which unlike any other bird that might have been flown, of course, uh, people notice, presumably, because they have too much of their skeleton too close to the outside uh, to be the shade <laughs> of aggressive hypercolor pink that they are. Uh, Athena, you're wearing pink. Can you unpack this story for us a bit? I can unpack this, and I think we're not taking this seriously enough, okay? <laughs> some, people, some people think the Earth is flat, okay? Some people think man didn't land on the moon. But other people who are more intelligent, okay, they know flamingos are behind it all. All of it, okay? And this isn't 70 <laughs> flamingos turning up in America. Let's use the proper word, invasion. This is an invasion. And if you want to invade a country, what do you do? Start a hurricane, cause chaos, okay? Get everyone buying water um, and mm. doing what you do in the hurricane, yeah. hiding under the table. And whilst Hit the infrastructure. Yep. Thank you. Infrastructure. Okay. That's what they did in Superman. They had the earthquake, right? Do you remember? Same thing. Same thing. Do you remember the earthquake? Superman, one or two or three. There's loads of them. What the seventies <laughs> one? Okay. San Andreas Fault one. Okay. Everything was destroyed. Whilst everything was getting destroyed, the one way turns back time by running flying around the planet. Anyway, flamingos, they're behind it. As soon as they showed up, I was like, I knew it. I knew it, okay? And that's why I'm wearing pink. Because when they come for me, I'll be like, yo, I got, I, you know, I am, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Do you know what I mean? So you know, when you're sat here going, no, there's nothing more interesting. First it's 70, then it's 71, then it's 72, then it's 73. I'm not going to go into a million. That will be here forever. Then it'll be a million. Okay? <laughs> and then, and then we'll be about whether, whether the story is interesting or not. James. Athena, look, I, I of course, being a um, slightly left of center liberal and, and trying to not be offensive in uh, the way I address the story but these are clearly 
climate refugees and not invaders. <laughs> and I am very uncomfortable with the way in which we are portraying these flamingos as invaders. Sure, they're coming into Florida as they have done for decades. But I don't think that's any reason for us to be, you know, it's very, um, uh, the Superman image you seem to be obsessed with, this this idea of, of, of us being the Superman and these immigrants from outside being this invasive force we have to combat. I just think in 2023, can't we just embrace and help these flamingos who are not meant to be here, but who have arrived on our shores, if we were American, to be more <laughs> at home Attitudes like that is is how you sleepwalk into domination. Okay, you sleepwalk in one one minute. You're hanging out with like pigeons, which are just normal working class. The working bird, do you know what I mean? Goes around looking for food. We give it a bit of bread, but you know, working bird, just the pigeon, the humble pigeon. And the next thing you know, flamingo goes everywhere. Now, just think about think about a place called like Trafalgar Square in London. If you don't know what Trafalgar Square is, international podcast, Google it. Beautiful place with pigeons that mind their own business. If you put 100 pigeons in Trafalgar Square, no problem. Put 100 flamingos there, James. Oh, but they're refugees. They're refugees. If they're refugees, how come they waited for the hurricane? How come they waited for the hurricane, James? Answer me that. Exactly. You can't answer. Okay, where's the paperwork? Where's the paperwork? That's they like the papers? You want to get rid if you want to escape the climate emergency why would you go to florida one of the hottest places on the planet surely you'd go Very to iceland valid. yeah thank you or the, yeah whatever what... yeah just buy buy pink whether it's fast fashion whether you go vintage just buy pink it doesn't matter anymore dress yourself up okay i i for one respect my new flamingo overlords black flat <laughs> and they will absolutely not respect you in return your ad section now because you can't be what you can't buy and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by that thing where authors and famous artists do interviews where they relatably share about their social anxieties and depression and 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 imposter syndrome and you think wow i'm just like them i have social anxieties too but you failed to factor in the fact that while dealing charmingly with their relatable mental health issues they've also written nine novels that thing bringing you the podcast today and we are sponsored today by a breed of Australian desert frog, which conserves water by retaining urine in its bladder during the dry season. It swells up like a balloon, which it then uses that overfull bladder as a water reserve. Uh, the Australian water-holding frog, holding up to half a glass of water in the worst way possible. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Chairs, a table for butts for people who want to eat butts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you. 
sexy voice message news now. And this is the news that there is a side hustle that I'd never thought of that is now being exploited by a London man making five pounds per minute through WhatsApp, sending sexually suggestive voice recordings to women. Athena, you've been the recipient of many a sexually suggestive message in the past. Can you unpack this story for us? Yeah, I can. It's extraordinary. We'll get into why it's extraordinary after I explain what it is. A London man is making, and let me say this twice, five pounds a minute. Okay. I know the value of the pounds has gone down. Hasn't gone down that much. Okay. He's making five pounds a minute, sending erotic voice notes uh, to other people via a WhatsApp service and it's a strangers um and he, he did it as a laugh and someone said you should do it for a job um and now he does it for a job uh, i'm not sure where he gets his clients from but planet desperate is a real planet i think <laughs> i think that if we get up can we set our telescopes to one million and find planet desperate and that's where he's getting his clients from what's lots of interesting things first of all no one listens to voice mate notes when was the last time you heard a voice note okay so you might be, if you go through your voice notes now, you might have one from this man that you haven't realised, <laughs> and now you owe him money. Okay, so please go through your voice notes. This is the equivalent of the guy when you stop at the red light, starts cleaning your windshield, and you're like, I "Yeah, didn't want. right, you didn't ask for that." I went, no word of a lie. I did that once, and a guy spat on the window, and oh. he he he, kept, he said, "He said, do you want your window washed?" I went, "No," and then he went, "All right then." He spat on the window, got his sleeve, and started cleaning my window. I said. <laughs> First of all, I did want this. Second of all, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but that's kind of, there's an equivalency there between that and this voice note, man. Okay, so first of all, five pounds, very expensive. Second of all, voice notes. Finish the voice notes. Third of all, London man. Have you met men from London? <laughs> have you, and have you then listened to them? All right, love, can I put my face in your knockers? Like, this is, if I had to choose a man, from a city to pay five pounds to speak to me erotically, I would choose Rome. Bloody hell, I might even go for Perth, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but London, like, oh, oi, get him out for the lads, mate. It's happening. So the whole thing is blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind. I don't know what to say. Like, I mean, I understand that he's playing against this kind of uh, repressed British sexuality thing, but my experience uh, of English men trying to hit on you is basically that they're really mean to you and then they get incredibly drunk and try and lick you. Um, there's no kind of m m flirty middle ground. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's really like, oi, you ugly woman. Can I have your number? Or, <laughs> yeah, or it's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Going to stalk, I'm going to stalk you until you submit. It's... it's, it's it's extremes and we deal in extremes and I've, I've learned to live with that um i just i just uh i just found out he does advertise he advertises on instagram and tiktok uh which is just um i don't know what to say if i was on instagram and a guy who said i'm a london man said i'm going to send you a voice note for five pound and it's going to be mildly erotic by the way it's mildly erotic so he doesn't use the c word he doesn't say which is like what am i paying for then what <laughs> like, why are you charging me money if you don't say at least get at least get gritty with it do you know what i mean and if you're a london man you don't say are you really from london like are you the backstory here is peculiar which is that he was he's had a lot of experience on dating websites um which i don't think is a selling point necessarily um but that he's had a lot of experience on dating websites he started using voice notes as a way to hit on women on dating websites and then he got very positive responses except for the women who ignored him and then he decided i can monetize this um which i just feel like is an extraordinary backstory james 
Look, uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, this story made me question what I've been doing with my life. Um, far <laughs> be it for any comedian to criticize someone for doing something for a laugh and then turning it into a career. But I, I, I then picked up on something. Now, this, this bro, if we may call him such, uh, Alex Douglas, I believe his name is, or Douglas, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Um, he's... Look, he's a 37-year-old guy, and there's just something in what I said, because he's a personal trainer, and and, and as well as that, and you're like, oh, come on, bro. But then he went, he can send a message if you just give him three words. And I was like, nah, you're an improviser. Oh, okay, oh, no. that's, oh, that's no, all right, not mate. improv. Yeah, um, you know, it's just like, give me three words. Pettis, romance, <laughs> spatula. Like, you know, it's not, it's not as intimidating once you know he does improv. He prides himself on his professionalism as well. He says he sometimes received naked or sexual photos from his clients, but he says that he's very good at being disciplined with himself uh, and does not want to become a quote-unquote CD man. Mate, 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 when you started the business. It's your job. Your job is CD man. Your job oh, is... selling women how you're going to lick them. I think Imagine that's stopping probably... yourself from wanking and saying, oh, I'm so disciplined. Do you know, it's like... That's a pretty low bar for discipline. Like, I got set a picture. I didn't toss myself off. Like, all right, mate. Like, would you want a CBE? Like... Well, he also says he rep replies to the messages very kindly and often follows up uh, messages which are sexual in nature from his clients by asking if they'd like another voice note. And if there is anything seedier than responding to a come on with an advertisement, I have never met it. No, I mean, that's full stop really like the guy is, is a creep <laughs> getting paid for it i mean what is i think the film goes just need to take us over now like this is the end of the world isn't it this is the end of days surely i mean it's it's speaking to the market he's making money here from presumably uh women who have in the past received horrible pieces of sexual harassment and in the absence of them have missed it i think he's monetized stockholm syndrome <laughs> You know what? Succession is finished. And a lot of people just want to be entertained. And now TV <laughs> costs about $9.99 a month. So maybe if you stop your subscription for now, now TV and you get two messages a month from this prick, that's the same equivalent of that's the same amount of entertainment, surely. Just this a guy desperately trying to make three random words erotic. That's about as entertaining <laughs> as one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Surely. It might be the only way to make improv watchable for me uh, <laughs> is to make it sexy improv. <laughs> Weird, horrible sex show improv. I feel that this is just proof that the ecstasy market is alive and well in London. Because if you're sitting in the dark and you just get a message from someone going, hello, Zara, I'm going to lick you. You'd be like, oh, yeah, that's my jam. You know, just put a little beat under it. Just like play it on repeat in a room and a dark, maybe with your Xbox visualizer on, just as an example, a random example. <laughs> now it's time for your reviews. As you know, each week we ask our guest editors to bring in something to review out of five stars. James, what have you brought in for us this week? Well, Alice, I, I am currently staying in a converted military bunker um uh, so I, I would like to normally you just review this on the app once you leave but i thought i'd review it uh it's 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 dark uh it's got uh signs of mold spores um it's it's on a hill with uh views of of scotland's bridges um and uh it's terrible to access uh and there's a there's a door at the back of the of this little bnb &B, uh which you open and then it's just sort of pitch black 
into a tunnel. Uh, occasionally, <laughs> the, light, <laughs> the light comes on uh, and neither myself or my spouse are brave enough to go in and turn it off because we don't, we, uh, I've watched horror films. You don't open the door. That's especially if you're the person of color in the film. And so um, sometimes a slug comes and visits. Uh, uh, so I reckon four stars because um, you never feel alone here. Four stars and for Edinburgh accommodation, all of that sounds lovely. Uh, and and very, very cheap compared to the festival. Don't have to get a mortgage. <laughs> At least you don't have a clown sleeping under your bed. That's, that's just a spouse. That's... <laughs> uh, Athena, what have you brought in for us to review? I bought in. I should have have it. I should have it one in my hands away. But you have to just imagine it's here. It's called a dream cloth, okay? And the reason it's called a dream cloth, it's a dish cloth, right? That you used to clean up your kitchen, right? It holds, I shit you not, fourteen times its weight in water. Okay. Do you? There was just. There's nothing that I can't. There's no spill I can't sort out. And then guess what? It's washable. Okay. Now. In a couple so of years' time, smug while climate using change. It. Amazing. Listen, when the ice caps stop melting, we play this episode of the gargle, right? We play it, and we will pinpoint a moment in time. I stopped buying dishcloths, and I just reused the one, and it came in a pack of three, so you can have two out and one in the wash. Okay. Um, there's a backstory to this because my partner is not very kitchen-minded, and every time he picks up a dishcloth with a little stain <laughs> on it, he'll throw it away. And I'm like, it's a kitchen, like dishcloths get stained, but because he's not a kitchen guy, he's like, oh, this cloth is dirty. And after three years, I was like, I can't deal with this this guilt of the, this, this dishcloth waste, do you know what I mean? So I went online and I paid eight pounds for three dishcloths, which might seem like a lot of money, but guess what guys, it pays for itself. Because instead of buying new ones, you just wash the old ones. But I'm genuinely impressed by them. I'm not, I mean, I sound facetious, but I'm not being facetious. They're great dishcloths. They're called dishcloths. I mean, you should buy them. This sounds amazing. I mean, it, how many, how many out of five stars? Well, five, come on, I love them, five. <laughs> Can I give them six? They're really good. Um, and because I, and I kept the packet, so I said to my partner, look, you have to wash them again, all right? So don't throw my dishcloths away, stop it, stop. So not only um, do I have dishcloths that keep going and going and going, um, a relationship will now probably last the mortgage term. Uh, and it was on the rocks because of this <laughs> dishcloth situation. Because I just go in the kitchen, look for my dishcloths, I'm like, where are they? And I threw it away, it was a bit brown. Like, yes, it's a bit brown, it's a dishcloth. I used it to wipe up coffee. So now you can't throw it away because I told him how much they cost as well. So he's a bit tight like me. So I was like, they cost eight pounds, mate. So I dare to throw them away. And that shut him up. Well, I mean, this is the climate change solution. If they're absorbing this much water, maybe we just need to line the beaches with them and we can stop the oceans rising. Drone spy news now, and this is the news that in New York City there was a Labor Day kerfuffle with uh, residents who were absolutely outraged that police were using uh, or announced a plans to use drones in the skies to monitor backyard parties. Uh, James Nukise, you've had a party in a backyard. Can you unpack this story for us? I was being stopped and searched by the New York police, which apparently was illegal at the time. <laughs> Hooray. But it's now legal because... Of 9-11. Uh, yes, the lesson there is uh, if you are picking up a whole bunch of New Zealand biscuits to hand out to your audience uh, at your Manhattan gig, uh, don't be late for your own gig. So you end up sprinting through Manhattan with a backpack uh, full of cylinder-like objects. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
On to the New York City Police Department has announced plans to put drones in the sky this holiday weekend to monitor backyard parties that could get out of hand. And I'll now pause for anyone wondering whose parties? We know who. Uh, so this has actually become uh, a big deal this year because city data reveals that drones were used for like public safety or emergencies only four times in 2022. But this year, They've been used 124 times and it's only September. So that figure is going to go up. But I think to be fair to the New York police, which is not a statement I thought I'd make, it is 2023. And we are kind of in the future that the dystopian sci-fi writers were writing about. Like all the famous ones, they're like, oh yeah, 2023, authoritarian police state, robot drones monitoring our parties. So... We, I mean, it's 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 not a good example, but it, it, I mean, it's not unexpected, is it? Like this is exactly what you expect from American. I mean, it's even the right country if you stop and think about it. Like anyone who's been watching films since the nineteen, I mean, this is basically what was going on in Masters of the Universe, uh, the nineteen eighties Dolph Lundgren masterpiece. Uh, when when they came through, it's just drones monitoring everyone. There's police state. Um, I, you know, so. It's 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 not looking good in New York, but it never is. Uh, and if you are looking to uh, save money on recording all of the antics at your barbecue this weekend, because we all know the costs involved with content creation, just hit up the police. <laughs> this could be a negative thing that turns into a positive, right? Because nothing worse than being at a barbecue or like some kind of house party and you run out of stuff, right? And then all of a sudden you see a drone hovering above you. You, you could just wave at the police and look, look, you can see nothing's happening here, but we're out of lagers, all right? So just come back, go away, go to the shops. Is 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 20 quid, buy us some lagers, attach the lagers to the drone and come back, okay? So I am happy to accept a bit of surveillance if it comes with somebody who's going to top up the booze when it runs out. And that's all I'm saying, because I remember <laughs> when we were supposed to get Amazon deliveries and, deliver and food deliveries via drone. And that didn't happen. So let's combine the two things. Like I would like back in the day, we started getting loyalty points on our shopping. And that was an exchange for supermarkets knowing every little last thing about us. They now know they know when we're on our periods, they know when when we when we pretend to like oat milk. They they know all this kind of stuff. Okay. So now I'm prepared to give up a little bit of civil liberty if someone's gonna go out and get because I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but whenever whenever I have a party, yeah, I always forget salad. And then people come round and they go, Athena, where's the greens? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. So if I knew the police were coming round to have a look, I'd be like, I don't know where they are, but the Metropolitan Police are going to be here in a second. I have a word of them and they're going to get some rocket, you know, because people like rocket. You've got to be, when people come round, you've got to get the nice stuff. You can't just get the iceberg lettuce. Yeah, um, rocket is the virtue signaling of salad. Yeah. 90% of yeah. bag salad goes in the bin. 90% uh, of bag salad that is bought, uh, people don't eat it in time. So what you could do is you could have a drone just come by and drop it directly into your rubbish bin, save steps. The yeah, all yeah, exactly. So it saves time and it's demand based too. So you get it when you want it, even though you don't want it because no one ever no one ever wants it, man. The other <laughs> thing the other thing about this important is we have to get used to the fact that, that the flamingos are coming and we're gonna have to be on our game when it comes to our defenses. And drone surveillance is gonna be part of that. Imagine flamingos now gate crash your party. You put your party on Facebook, the fact the flamingos get a wind of it, then a thousand of them show up and there's no drones. You'll you want drones then, won't you? You want drones then. Because I tell you right now. Now, hold day, on, if you tell hold on a second. You cannot use 
these climate refugee flamingos as justification for increasing police power. All right, this is the kind of authoritarianism that people have been have been writing about. I'm actually, oh, hold on, sorry, I'm just there's just a drone outside my window. Hold on. <laughs> It's, it's just, not a drone. It's a flamingo coming to eat your <laughs> head. Well, it's um, it's either it's either a drone or a flamingo in very good cosplay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you see. I don't know what the collective noun for uh, flamingos is. I think it is invaders, actually. But if you if you saw it's a flamboyance, a actually, because of course a it flamboyance. is flamboyance. Oh my gosh! I don't know if you saw what they do when they're when they're on it. Do you know what I mean? When they're really necking the vodka, tequila. When they come to a house party, there's no house left. Okay. And there's have so you seen, much neck. Have you seen um, Independence Day? All of that. All of that's a documentary. If you if you take away the aliens and you put in flamingos, and that's drunk flamingos, by the way, it's very important. And so house parties uh, with flamingos are a very dangerous, a dangerous mix. It's a dangerous cocktail. Uh, so send in the drones um, before uh, it's feathers for all of us. But that actually reminds me of that. Um very famous uh, reminds me of that very famous show tune um isn't it rich are we a pair me here at last on the ground you in mid-air <laughs> send in the drones where are the drones <laughs> they're already here. <laughs> And now it's time for Rich Dick's news. Uh, this is the news that Silicon Valley elites are planning a possible elite city known as, uh, as, as far as you can tell, it has no name yet, but it's, it's being built by California Forever. And uh, they've bought more than 50,000 acres in eastern Solano country since 2018 are planning to build a city for rich people. Um, which, I mean, arguably all cities are now for rich people. But uh, Athena Kuglenu, you've lived in paradise before. Can you unpack this story? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so rich people are always thinking, of, they've run out of things to build. So they're just starting from scratch again. Um, so um, basically, um, so now they're just building a city um, and it's going to host um, 450,000 people. And I'm like, yeah, good luck trying to find 450,000 rich people in this economy. Do you know what I mean? You're to get 10 um, well, that well, there's the guy who's sending voice notes, so he'll be there. He's loaded at the moment, um, uh, but I don't know who they're going to find. Uh, but it's in um, Solano County, Northern California, California. Last time I checked, is on fire, so I think that's a problem. Uh, are, are rich people in flame resistant? I don't, I don't know how it works when you get money. I don't, I don't, I don't know what happens. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be Northern California, which is on fire. So good luck to them, and it's going to be a hit walkable utopia but it sounds like a nightmare if there's nothing in the history of everything that has ever been described as hip is actually hip other than our hips <laughs> that's about it if if you if you, at any age if someone says to you that's hip a three-year-old will go what a 20-year-old will go what a 50-year-old will go what even a 90-year-old in a nursing home like if you're calling it hip i'm out of it mate i'm not interested okay it's just the worst <laughs> word it's the kind of word an alien would use to pretend to be human right which makes me believe all of these rich people are 
aliens or flamingos. I haven't decided yet. I'm still, but yeah, so that's it. It's going to be hip. It's going to be walkable, which is like, what does that mean? It's going to be on the ground, like all <laughs> cities. Like, could you imagine if it was in a city and say, what's the USP? It's walkable. Like what happens out of, when you, I've been lived in a lot of houses and every time I've left my house, I've been able to walk out of the house. I've never been like, oh, this city is not walkable. Like, is, do you live in a lava city? Do you live in a river city? Oh, I know. Venice isn't walkable. There's to be fair for context, city. this is in America where every house is surrounded by cars made out of guns and nothing is walkable because it's all either flooded or on fire or full of people who disagree with you politically and are willing to headbutt you about it. Well, it, get, it gets worse. Apparently it's going to be so great. Kids ride their bikes in the streets and adults, <laughs> are, like, strap this. If you've eaten, just have a good swallow so you don't vomit. In this city, adults will kayak in the afternoons. <laughs> I, if you're attracted to the city, it's a trick to get the from the rest of the world. It's, it's basically a, a, a vacuum. You know what I mean? So if you're a prick, you'll be attracted to the city and the rest of the world will be free of pricks. And, and in that case, I'm for, for this city. The last, I've never woken up in the morning. I think I can't wait to kayak this afternoon. And no offense to kayakers, but would you want to do it every day in the afternoon? Look, certainly the upside of this place is that once it collapses into a dystopia, they can use the abandoned city to film every utopia come dystopia futuristic sci-fi film uh, that's ever planned forever. It sounds like a disaster waiting to happen, and I can't wait to watch it. Uh, James? Look, we have got to stop equating money with smarts because we're told <laughs> these are the tech giants behind us. These are the brilliant people. And they've come up with the same plan as the rapper Akon, which is to build build a city on, on some land you've bought. They've got the naming abilities of Katy Perry or California Forever. Oh, that's for what, featuring Snoop Dogg. Amazing. And it's got a real Stepford house, Housewives vibe because it's all just rich men who seem to be coming forward to em, embrace this. But the weirdest thing, as Athena pointed out, like essentially these guys have just built a place which... Uh, as as an Australian and as as a Kiwi guy, oh yep, like Athena. I, I mean, don't come to Wellington if you ever see it because you'll see some paddle boarding to work, and that's just a whole different. Like, yeah, with with a craft beer in one hand, how do they do it? One hand, just pure upper body strength. But the, like their plan, these rich people's plan is to buy up land and then just immigrate in and build like why is it that every rich person when they say they've got this bold new plan for society it's just a remix of colonization like every <laughs> single time oh we're going to go to mars to what colonize it oh we're going to go to the moon what oh, colonize it oh we've bought land in america to what come in and colonize it and the real the sinister part is they keep consulting the local people there and asking them hey uh do you guys want to be involved in this and they're like uh sorry billionaires we can't afford to buy a house in your billionaire empire state and they've gone back and said oh but would you be keen if we gave you the first option to buy the house which is just what happens when rich people talk to normal people. They're like, oh, we haven't got the money. It's like, oh, yeah, but you probably have the money soon. They're like, no, I earn thousands, billionaire. I don't, I don't even think you understand what that is. 
Uh, and in other rich people news, uh, Burning Man is in trouble. It is not, they're not able to burn the man. The man is too wet. Before the festival officially started this year on the 27th of August, it was hit by the remnants of Hurricane Hillary. And now what we have is a lot of people in the desert, either idealistic artists or over wealthy Silicon Valley dickheads who are trying to experience empathy for the first time by taking mushrooms, uh, knee deep in mud, worried about how they're going to, uh, Eat, drink, and shit, the three most important things in life. Um, James Nukise, you've been knee-deep in mud before. Can you unpack this story for us? Uh, yes, as a uh, veteran of the um, uh, outdoor festivals uh, and being on fire, um, Burning Man has been experiencing flash floods uh, or close uh, to uh, from forecasted storms. But being that the participants are people who go to Burning Man, no one checked the weather. So thousands of people uh, have been caught off guard uh, and are now having to traverse through mud. It's quite interesting because um, the Burning Man motto, I believe, is radical self-reliance. And it's really proof that it doesn't matter what your motto is. Um, anyone can come to Burning Man because no one seems to be self-reliant. Uh, there's actually um, a whole bunch of uh, separate groups within Burning Man uh, that you have to interview. They're quite popular camps of different um, different ideologies, and you've got to interview to get into them. Uh, and some of them have got resources like spare toilets, um, drinkable water and stuff. And there's nothing that screams radical self-reliance than interviewing for an exclusive, uh, an exclusive club. It's, um, it's, it's been very interesting to uh, see uh, what the organizers have said. They've said no driving is permitted uh, until the player surface uh, dries up, uh, to which a whole bunch of boys at uh, Burning Man said, the player service never dries up. Am I right, brah? Um, that's my impersonation <laughs> of a boy, for those wondering what the accent change there was. Uh, the event usually features giant... I've already sold arts. it for five pounds to a lonely lady. <laughs> yeah, me me doing a boy would uh, probably get about a good five. Hello, Mrs. Let me make you wet. Oh, Jesus, he sounds like Russell Crowe. Um <laughs> Anyway, the event usually features giant interactive art installations and a huge wooden man that is set on fire. And that uh, comes from the tradition of um, from 1986 when uh, Larry, Harvey, Larry Harvey and Jerry Goddell burned a man on Baker Beach in San Francisco. And everyone assumed uh, that it was on purpose. Um, it's now <laughs> being held in Nevada's Black Rock Desert. Uh, since 1990, because Burning Man became even too pretentious for San Francisco. Athena, have you camped in a, a mud pot before? No, but I have camped and I have never been more unhappy. I've just miserable. I've, I'm not going to tell my camping stories. But what I love about the fact that I've been camping is that when I slag it off, no one can say nothing to me because I've done it. I've done it three times now. And I've just it's just misery. I don't know why anyone would volunteer to, to camp or, or like if there's... If there's an alternative to camping, take the alternative. Why do it for fun? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's awful. You know, what? you have to go outside to brush your teeth. And it's just like, it, like 
normally when you need a toilet in the middle of night, you just go and use it. But when you're camping, it's a f-ing dilemma. It's like, how badly do I need the toilet? Like, how badly do I not? Like, that's ha- so what kind of lifestyle is this? I'm really grateful that this happened for two things. I didn't really know anything about Burning Man and I had no interest in finding out more. But now I found out loads about it. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so nice to be right about something that I just had an unjustified view of. Because I always thought it was full of dickheads, <laughs> but I never knew why. I just had a sense, but I never did it this, this, the, the service of, of confirming it was full of dickheads. I just, just assumed it. And now I'm like, I was right. Because sometimes you're wrong and it's annoying being wrong. And I was right. Because you, you know, nothing happens at Burning Man. I thought Kanye West would be there or, sub, or Schoolboy cute nothing no one's there it's just people in the desert so secondly like i question god daily right i turn on the news and every news story tells me there is no god there is no god there is no god there is, oh there's a god <laughs> look at that finally a god story we're overdue on god thank god because literally every iceberg gone famine climate change the conservatives in the uk burning man everyone got trapped Yay! Thank you, God. Get a few more of those stories, please. We'll get back, we'll get people back in the church, innit? Um, so I was I was grateful for those two things, really. A very odd tradition that rich people are, are following, and um, and but it, lovely to restore some faith in the higher power, you know? Because I was I was running them running on empty. I was running on empty, um, and now I've got a bit of energy back in my in my in my God fearing um, battery. So very grateful. And that brings us to the end of the show. Um, flipping through the ads at the back. Athena, have you got anything to plug? Oh, what am I doing? I, I, just, I just wrapped a season of DMs Are Open, which is a, a sketch show that the public writes. So you can say it's funny than what we do. <laughs> so, so I just plugged this at that. And um, uh, what else am I doing? I'm, I'm doing some, and I'll be at London Podcast Festival doing Jumping On Some Podcast. So just Google London Podcast Festival, Google my name. And I, I, I wish I could help you out more, but I can't. That's all I have. But that should be enough, surely. It's enough. What, what more do you want? I don't want anything more. I think just finding Athena's work is the is the go. James, have you got anything to plug? Uh, look, this is going to be a bit weird. I'm going to plug the Rugby World Cup. Now, anyone who's listened to me will know I have a podcast called um, Fair Game Pacific Rugby Against the World. And that was just a small niche podcast until about two weeks ago when England got their ass kicked by Fiji and Samoa almost bet the world number one team. So uh, in the spirit of that podcast, go watch the uh, Rugby World Cup and only support the Pacific Island teams. And the real, I mean, like the, well, that, I can't say real, that's a dystopia question I don't want to run into, but Tonga, Samoa, Fiji are all going to be really fun. And if you're watching TV coverage, there's a small chance that uh, you might actually see me pop up on some of those um, sports panels. Uh, that they have, uh, which would be very funny because I was a soccer player at high school uh, and dropped out of the first 15 because I didn't want to get concussions. And look at you now. Uh, this uh, this is a Bugle Podcast and Alice Fraser production. I'm Alice Fraser. You can find me online at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser. It's a one-stop shop for all of my stand-up specials, podcasts and blogs, as well as my weekly Tea with Alice salons and writers' meetings if you would like to write with us. I will be doing the live Bugle on the 16th of September. It's me, Chris Addison, and, of course, Andy Zaltzman there. I'll also be doing... Um, a few other things here and there, but mostly not live gigs. So uh, my podcast, Tea with Alice, my Patreon, patreon.com slash Alice Fraser and um, unbound.com 
Write in Alice Fraser and you'll find the Dancy Lagarde Reader available for pre-order now. I've got the rest of the month to finish writing it and it's going to be in your post boxes sometime after that. Uh, thank you to our roving reporters, VB, who sent in the sexy voice notes story, C-Lips, who sent in the Silicon Valley City and Party Drone story, and Bella Hahn, who sent in the Burning Man story. If you'd like to be a roving reporter, tweet us at HelloGarglers on the app currently known as X. Otherwise, I will talk to you again next week. You can listen to other programs from The Bugle, including The Bugle, Catharsis, Tiny Revolutions, Top Stories, and The Gargle wherever you find your podcasts. Hello, Zara. I'm coming to lick you.